Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema, Cinema for Everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Kyler, what are you up to? Hot and sweaty. Garrett is asleep. Hey, Garrett. <laughs> he said, Garrett is literally five feet to our right asleep on the couch. My left. What? My left. Your left, yes. So, it's hot. It's hot outside. It's going to be hotter. Yeah. Apparently, uh, over the next, well, this whole summer, Texas is supposed to experience blackouts. Uh, yeah, consume, uh, save energy. So, um, unless I, you live next to something important and you're on that same grid. That is true. Which is me. So, <laughs> than NASA. You live next to college. And awesome a fire college. and a firehouse. And a firehouse, yeah, you'll be all right. I live in Savoy. They don't care about Savoy. So on Wikipedia, the best site of all time, is the two thousand and twenty one Texas power crisis. It says in February twenty twenty one the state of Texas suffered a power a major power crisis which came about as a result of three severe winter storms sweeping across the United States on February tenth through the eleventh and the thirteenth to the seventeenth. And fifteenth to the twentieth. Just say the tenth to the twentieth. A massive electricity generation failure in the state of Texas and resultant shortage of shortages of water, food, and heat. More than 4.5 million homes and businesses were left without power. Some for several days. Uh, blah blah blah. I don't care about that. I want. I do care about that, but. Um, okay. Well, this is not the right thing. No, that's wild. We had a, we had a blizzard. We live uh, in Texas. Unplanned outages hit Texas power plants and soaring temperatures. So what I've read... I blame Jan for that. Jan? Yeah. The, uh, the Russian, Russian kid? Yeah. Hold on, what'd he do? That whole that whole thing, that whole like blizzard that swept mm-hmm. across the United States, it started in Russia. <laughs> and it made its way fault. across the ocean <laughs> over to our land. F you, Jan. <laughs> it's Jan's You fault. Russian bastard. <laughs> so they, uh, I read this thing that was like a recommendation of... During the summer, until further notice, keep your thermostats at 78 yeah, degrees. Yeah, my mom saw that, too. Um, no. I keep mine at 67. That's way too cold. No, it's not. I keep mine at 71. Nope. You know why? Why? Because 70 is too cold, 72 is too toasty. Okay. 71 is that nice middle. No, 67. But it, it was saying that because of, like, overheating of power plants that we're supposed to have blackouts and power outages during the summer, which could be bad. Yeah. I really I don't understand why, because isn't this supposed to be a milder summer? Like it's not supposed to be like super duper hot compared to previous summers. I don't know. That's what I read. I would have thought that twenty in February would be nine ten inches deep in snow and it would snow for a week. I mean, what a weird, what an odd year. Man, are you prepared for the Texas blackouts? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna experience it. So sure. I won't. You might. I promise you I won't. You might. You never know. I have a feeling I will. In Savoy? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, Dude I spent... Here, all... your dad's house won't. Yeah, because he's next to the hospital. He's next to the hospital, yeah. I spent so much time... I'm not even proud of this. I spent so much time last night looking up on like SoundCloud and um, Spotify. I yeah. tried to find Yovis so long last night, and I could not I find question. it. I have a question. Where... Where are they from? Savoy. Okay. Who are the... It's a group, right? It's two people. 
Who? It's two guys. It's, yeah, it's Alex, Alex whatever. And Jacob. Oh, okay. I was just like. Because last night at the gym. I just like the clown on it because it's hilarious. Last, yeah, no. First, I almost thought I met the other part of the group last night. You probably did. I didn't. Oh. I met, so last night at the gym, first of all, I went up there extremely late just to shoot around and stuff. But um, ended up playing like three on three with like just some random people, really. And um, I shot like three threes and I made all three of them during the game, but they were all like pretty deep. Ew. And these dude, these guys were talking to me, and they were like, uh, they brought up the fact that uh, they were talking about basketball, really. And uh, he asked me, he goes, you watch basketball? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, remember that time Steph shot 104 threes in a row, and he made, like, all of them? He didn't miss for, for like, five straight minutes. And I was yeah, like. he hit 77 in a row. Huh? He hit 104. In a row? I thought he, he hit 77 in a row. He's done that before, too. Yeah. But from the left, for the right corner yeah. of the goal, like, the yeah. right corner. Yeah. He shot 104 threes in five minutes, and he made 104 in a row. Holy crap. And I was like, yeah, How I remember How does he that. ever miss? Yeah, I don't know. I was like, yeah, I remember that. And uh, we were just talking, and I was like, I wonder how many I can make if I shoot 104 threes in a row from that corner. Not 104. <laughs> and it's extremely tiring. Yeah, I imagine. It's, but I shot – I made 62 of them. <laughs> can you imagine how horrible that would be? I wouldn't even want to play Steph Curry. No. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I can't stand in front of him. He's too fast. He's longer than me. Yep. I can't stand in front of him. He's got the nastiest handle I've ever seen, and he's not going to miss from yep. anywhere. And if he misses, he won't. <laughs> if he misses, the ball just bounces off the off the hardwood and goes him. back up above the rim and just decides to fall in. I don't. I I really don't understand how anyone gets that good at basketball. Practice, obviously, but I don't get it. That's an un. That's un. Uh, that's the. I don't know. It's unfathomable how much practice he's put into that. I mean, like I shot 104 threes in a row around the 50, 60 mark. Uh-huh. I thought I, my legs were gonna fall off. Like it's. He does it every day. It's especially like um, I got on a little streak where I made 12 in a row, but like the ball would go through the net. This dude would catch it and kick it back out to me. After I hit those 12 in a row. Like you can feel it of just constantly doing the same exact motion, yeah, over and over again. But I did it a hundred and four times. I want, mm. and then I was like, Kobe said he used to make a thousand shots a day before his bef- body's used to it before practice. Mm-hmm. His body's used to it. Which where's he shooting from? I want to know that too. <laughs> Apparently, they're all game shots. His game shots are not good game shots. <laughs> <laughs> They're bad shots. Not really. So he made a thousand of those. Good God. What's wrong with you? I just. What's wrong with me? No. Him. Oh. I was like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm normal. I'm not in there taking a he was thousand. On, he did a, like a live podcast with Alex Rodriguez and someone else. And they're like, how many shots you used to make? Did you used to make before you know practice? Or before practice or, or before a game? A thousand. Where he said it so quick, and Alex Rodriguez goes a thousand. He goes, I would make a thousand shots. You think Every he single day before practice. You think he, he just – Kobe's great. You no. think he gaslights all of us? No. <laughs> I think he might. I know because there's that video of um, – what's her name? Uh, Sue Bird. Yeah. Uh, because in the – what Olympics did him and LeBron win together? 2008? A couple. They won a couple, but, yeah, it was 2008 and then 2012. 
uh, Sue Bird played for the Olympic women's team in 2016 like as well. Uh-uh. Kobe retired in 2016. Ah, uh, yeah. LeBron went on the team. They still won. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sue Bird played for the women's national team in 2008. And uh, there's a video of, because, you know, it's like a two-game elimination in the Olympics. And Luis Scola plays for Spain with Pau Gasol and Marc Gasol and a couple other people. Um, and there's a video of Kobe speaking uh, Portuguese to Luis Scola. And Braun is like, hey, Kobe, chill out. Chill out, Kobe. And Spain wins. They beat him. And apparently after that, like on the way to the locker room, like Sue Bird and the women's national team, they were getting ready to play afterwards. And apparently Kobe just put on his Beats by Dre headphones. And uh, they asked him, like, oh, you good? And he said, 45 tomorrow. Give me the ball. I want Scola. Even though Luis Scola is 6'10". Oh, my God. He held Luis Scola to, like, five points, and he had 47. I'm trying to figure out who uh, players. Here we go. I'm trying to think of who I was thinking of here that – where is it? It was a player – on Spain's team. Maybe it was Brazil. I can't remember. Juan Carlos Navarro, that's who it was. Juan Carlos Navarro had where is this? His highest score was thirty six against Croatia in the Olympics. But yeah, so Texas is supposed to have blackouts. It's gonna be hot. Not looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, maybe he's gaslighting everybody. <laughs> I don't think so. He might be. Just BSing. I've heard him... Um, There's See, I can understand that, but, you know, the... the it's not... It's I, I don't think it's gaslighting when uh, multiple people... Say it's true. ...are like, oh, yeah, that happened. Like, when uh, Phil Jack... When, I think, Michael's last year against the... When he played on the Wizards Jack. against Kobe... Michael had the game-winning assist, and he passed it through Kobe's like hands to whoever was on the team. Gilbert Arenas and Gilbert Arenas made the shot, and it put him up by one. And the Lakers lost, and Kobe was on the ground. He fell, and Michael walked by him and said, "You can wear the shoes, but you'll never fill them," because Kobe was wearing a pair of Jordans at the time. Phil Jackson went on to say that Kobe didn't speak yeah, to anyone he, for yeah, two weeks. About this, and they played him again, and he killed him. And he dropped 55 on him and said, take on that his, with you into retirement. On his old head. <laughs> um, that's just not That's not nice. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I was about to tell you. I don't remember. Said, it's not important. He told, he told uh, who played on the, the Hornets when Chris Paul was. That's what it was. Thank you for saying Chris Paul. Oh, who played? Amecha Ogafor. He, he gave. He posterized uh, him. I remember when Kobe posterized him, but he uh, he hit Kobe with like a really hard foul or something like that, and then afterwards, uh, Kobe told like Chris and the whole Hornets team, he was like, "Y'all got to see me again," and y- y'all y'all can't do anything about it. And then that's whenever he went on that like five game tear where he scored like fifty, and Chris mm. Paul was like, "All right, cool, not tonight." He had like fifty five. Yeah, good <laughs> God. Um, did- did I send that? That's not cool. Did I send a screenshot of that article to y'all in the uh, Not Your Old Poop Socks chat? Uh, maybe. Of Chris Paul? You know what I'm talking about? You've heard that story before, right? Yeah. 
about how you know what his grandpa was killed at the he was like killed. I remember Chris Paul sixty one points. Yeah, I, yeah, I've known that story. Yeah, I yeah. have too. But I just I just always remember. I think it's one of the most interesting stories in basketball. This no drops sixty one, then goes and sits on the end of the bench and cries. These are the most interesting stories in basketball. I found a web. I found a website about crazy Kobe Bryant stories. <laughs> um, let's see here. There's one about his. He became. He said in 2015 he was going to be the first uh, athlete to win an Oscar. What did he say? That? 2015. Oh. Uh, he did. Um, this one's called Tap Dancing Mamba. During the NBA 2000 Finals, Kobe had sprained his ankle really bad. Usually he would play through the pain, but this time Kobe Kobe had to sit out a game because the pain was so severe. The summer after, he was determined to never let an ankle injury set him back again, so he took tap dancing lessons, which allowed him to build ankle strength and improve his foot speed and rhythm. Mm-hmm. Why? Glenn Swan. Yeah. He did um, for the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 70s. He did um, uh, uh, ballet. To help his feet, to help his foot speed. This one says, this one says a genius. Kobe was a maniacal genius. We know. Uh, We know. He studied animals to improve his basketball game. He told the New York Times, (laughs) Philip Galanes, when you watch me shoot my fadeaway jumper, you'll notice my legs are always extending. I had problems making that shot in the past because it's a tough shot, especially over taller defenders. So I'm watching the Discovery Channel one day, and I see a cheetah hunting. When the cheetah runs, its tails its tail always gives it balance, even if it's cutting a sharp angle. And that's when I was like, my legs can work as like the cheetah's tail, always give me balance. When does Kobe have time? If he's, if he's making a thousand shots, when does he have time to watch the effing Discovery Channel? <laughs> Kobe was all about improvement. Uh, even if it was very little in 2008 he had nike shave a few millimeters off the bottom of his signature shoe just to improve his reaction time by a hundredth of a second what is wrong with him what a crazy person (laughs) there's a difference between being passionate and being crazy it's quite obvious that kobe's not like anyone else i don't need too many hours of sleep i go off three hours and that's it if you, that's insane especially if you look how much sleep other players typically go for example lebron james sleeps 12 hours every night he does not. You'd expect Kobe to take a day off or just relax playing his last NBA game ever, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Instead, he posted that he was up at 4 a.m. the next day going to church and then going to work out for a four-hour practice just to make sure that he was able to take his daughter to basketball practice, pick her up, and then go back to practice himself before his last game. Why? Who goes to church at 4 a.m.? I don't know, but why? Church service. Why? Kanye's church service isn't at 4 a.m. What? But why? Because he's a psycho. When he broke his he broke his shooting hand, he spent the that whole time working on left-handed stuff. Did you hear the Kevin Hart story? Have I told you that? He would go on a 40-mile bike ride every other day. Why? I'm not riding my bike two miles. <laughs> 40? What's, what's wrong with him? He used to constantly play his his teammates in high school, before in high like his younger years, and even more so whenever he made it to the NBA in one on one games to one hundred and every point is worth one. <laughs> what? <laughs> God. There's that a video of Julius Randle. Uh, he said uh, Kobe said he wanted to work on his like low post defense, so he said play play me in one on one. Julius Randle said he got up by seven. He was winning 7-0. 
and he was like, you know, I'm, I'm beating Kobe Bryant. So he was talking a little trash. Then Kobe touched the ball and he lost 12 to seven. <laughs> That's not good. Oh my God. And on top of that, apparently um, it was only uh, make it, take it for Julius Randle. So every shot he made, he got the ball back. But if Kobe made a shot, Julius Randle got the ball. Oh God. He lost 12 to seven. So he stopped him in 12 straight possessions and scored <laughs> twice. Well, probably 12 straight yeah. possessions. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good at all. The MJ story is on here. I'm dropping. Oh, Kobe Bryant's still the youngest NBA All-Star ever. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Um, That's it, really. That's funny. <laughs> 81 points. I remember that because uh, Robert Ory is the one that he went out. Kobe went out for 60, like 62 the week before that against uh, Dallas. Yeah. And he left in the third quarter. And Robert Ory was like, hey, why don't you go back out there and go for the record? And he goes, I can do it another time. And a week later, he dropped 81. I can do it another time. You think anybody ever scores 101? No. Really? I think somebody will. I don't think that record's untouchable. Devin Booker dropped 71. He did. And you never really, like when you think, who are the top 10 scorers in the NBA? Do you really think of Devin Booker? Like really, really, really? You remember that one time Kobe really. and Gerald Wallace were talking trash to each other at the free throw line? And he bet him 500 k Yeah, and he bet him $500,000. <laughs> I bet Gerald didn't pay up either. <laughs> Probably not. I wouldn't have. Hell no. Who's betting $500,000 on a free throw? They are free. Kobe Bryant had a personal laptop person to show him videos of the first half during halftime. To see what him and his teammates did wrong and did right. Why? <laughs> Why? He's not passionate. He was crazy. <laughs> I feel bad for Vanessa. <laughs> That's funny. That's. Uh, <laughs> Have I told you the Kevin Hart story? Oh, my God. O.J. Mayo went to Kobe Bryant's hey, camp Pen. in high school. Yeah. And said Kobe would... Uh, Oh my! Before O.J. Mayo became an NBA player, he attended one of Kobe's NBA camps in 2007. O.J. Mayo was the number one high school player in the country. So Kobe agreed to work out with him. He told O.J. Mayo that he'd pick him up at 3, and O.J. And OJ agreed. The next day at 3 p.m., Kobe was nowhere to be found, and O.J. was confused. He later found out that Kobe Bryant met 3 a.m. and worked out until about 12, like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> 3 a.m. <laughs> I'll pick you up at 3 he, he just pulled up to OJ's house. That's what I thought. And drops off. Yeah. yeah. He probably didn't even say anything. He probably went, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled up and just saw nothing. Hmm. He didn't even come to a complete stop. Was, he rolled by, slowed down to like two miles per hour, went, hmm. yep. Yeah. And just hmm. went and went on ping pong. What the hell? Apparently, Kobe got beat really bad. Um, Kobe wasn't known for playing ping pong, but one time he was playing against a reporter dur- reporter during the <laughs> during the uh, 2008 Olympics in Shanghai, uh, and Co- this reporter Kobe this reporter beat Kobe pretty handily, but Kobe was carefully studying the game and moves as they played. And five minutes later, Kobe improved drastically, and the reporter learned how good Kobe was at everything else he tried. <laughs> Can you imagine being great at ping pong? You beat Kobe Bryant, one of the best athletes of all time. And then he's like, all right, cool, run it back. And then he does everything to you that you did to him. You know, like, how did you do that? And he goes, I watched you. Listen to this. You booked a 
Hold on. I knew Kobe was crazy the day that he got in that commercial with Kanye West. They said, are you the same animal and the, and a different beast? And Kanye goes, what the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? Listen to this. Soda all over the place. It's sparkling water. How do you spew sparkling water? I don't know. That's what's. I don't know. Here. Actually, you go oh, there, You have napkins. All right, listen to this. One of them got the MVP, and the other got a participation trophy. Like Kevin, Kobe grew up in Philadelphia, and the two attended Coach Speedy Morris's style basketball camp together in the early to mid nineties. They were basketball camp together. Shorter than Kobe, Kevin still went to the camp thinking he would be recognized by NBA scouts. Okay, this didn't tell me what I wanted to hear. The other day I was watching this video and Kevin Hart says, yeah, when I was, he was when I was like 12 or 13, he said, I went to a, uh, went to a basketball camp and he said, and Kobe Bryant was there. And he goes, so Kobe, <gasps> off the glass. He's like, so Kobe wins the MVP, and he said, I got a participation trophy. He's like, um, he said, I left that camp, and he, he said it was one of the first times that I'd ever seen Kobe Bryant. He said, I thought he was left-handed. He never, he shot with his left, he never used his right hand. He said he never even hardly dribbled with his right hand at the camp. And he said, he, he said, with his left hand, I realized then at 14 years old, that guy's gonna be in the NBA and I'm not. He goes, so I realized I need to find a different career. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You remember when the Drew League was a thing? Yeah. And James cool. Harden thought he was like, he dropped like 50, but Kobe dropped like 47 and hit a deep game winner over him. That would suck. Hold on. Nothing is better. Nothing though is better than the Amon Shumpert story. And he said that he was. Like in the garden, and he had like three steals on Kobe, and you know he was hyped because you know he was like, "Oh, I get to go home and tell my brother, oh, I stole the ball from Kobe Bryant." I, you know, he tried to drive and I stripped him and all of this stuff. And uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, Kobe walked up to him and tapped him on his butt and went, "He had a good game, young fella." <laughs> and then Amonchar was like, "I looked up at the clock and it was twelve minutes left." And he was like, and all of a sudden Kobe came down. Shot fake, shot fake, threw it off the glass, jumped, caught it, threw it to Pau Gasol, got the assist, came down, did four moves. I looked at Mike Mike D'Antonio. was like, he's not supposed to have four moves. He's not supposed to have three. I stopped the first two. This wasn't on the tape. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do anymore. That's a, that's funny. All right. Let's, let's move on to – well, we talk sports a lot. We don't even talk sports. We just really talk Kobe All Bryant. Right. Your boy Chris, what'd he do? Chris, Chris Giddens, Yeah. Hit his first home run last night against the Toronto Blue Jays. What's his nickname? Hard hitting Gittens. Hard hitting Gittens. He hit his first career home run last night. You know the distance? Four. Four forty-four. Four forty-seven. You know what the average is? The average is like four ten. Yeah. The average is not like it's like thirty. It's like thirty feet farther. You know, he gr- he ripped that thing. <laughs> that thing. Are you a big dude? He is. He is. That thing flew. Did you catch Game Five of the uh, 
Milwaukee Bucks Brooklyn Nets last night. Uh, I saw a little bit of it. I watched a, a little bit of the ending here with uh, Garrett and my dad last night, and then I watched um, the whole game on YouTube. There he is, posted by the Yankees Instagram. Oh God! Um, Gaten's looking for his first big league hit. That one's hit deep to left field. There it is. See ya. You're in the record books with a home run, his first of his career, his first big league hit, and that ties the game at two. Chris Gaten. You guys running out in the street to get it. Oh my God! He homered out of the ballpark. It went on the highway. It went, it went across the highway. Oh my God! <laughs> that dude that went and got it, he took it back to the dugout and gave it to Chris. So that's cool. Sell it on Amazon. He gave it back to Chris. I'm I'm assuming the Yankees gave him stuff. Probably signed yeah. jerseys, stuff like that. Then you sell all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. He gets no, like signed so, Chris Giddens. Just like, I don't want this bullshit. I don't want this. So last I want a Chris I jersey. I would be cool. Number ninety two. So last night, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets play game five. The Nets won. They go up 3-2 in the series. Who? The Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. They played game five last night? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so I thought I just saw Kevin Durant yeah. play a basketball game against people that had no idea how to stop him. Kyrie was hurt. James Harden was hurt. But he played, and he was like one for – One of ten. One for ten, had five points. He was hurt. He shouldn't have played. Kevin Durant had 49 points, 17 rebounds, and 10 assists. On do 16 you, of 23 shooting. Yeah. Do you know how as many, well as three steals and three blocks. Do you know how many 45? Two turnovers. Do you know how many 45 15 games have been in, in NBA playoff history? No. Four. KD. Oscar Robertson. Yeah. Charles Barkley. Okay. Luca last year. Yeah, against the Clippers, yep. And Kevin Durant. Ew. That was one of the. I, I, I've, I've said this about Aaron Rodgers. I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but I, I appreciate, you know, I'll acknowledge. Greatness. I'll acknowledge him. Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. He's been a back-to-back NCAA, NFC championships. He's a good, he's a good player. He's a good football player. Best probably the best NCAA champion. Yeah, probably the best quarterback in the league. You can make that argument. Kevin Durant is a beast. He's the best player in the world right now. That's left in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, maybe Chris Paul. We'll see. No, it's he's he's the best scorer in the NBA. One hundred percent. I'll stay. I'll I'll stand behind that statement. If you ask me, I need a bucket right now. I'm getting. I'm calling Kevin Durant. Yeah. I'm not calling LeBron. I'm not calling Kawhi. I'm calling. I'm not calling Luca. I'm calling two. I'm calling one of two no, people. I'm calling Kevin Durant. I'm calling one. And if the other, if KD doesn't answer, I'm calling. I'm calling Steph. Oh, I was gonna say Damian Lillard. Steph. <laughs> this year, Steph. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm saying of all time, if I need a bucket, I'm not calling Michael Jordan. Calling Kevin Durant. Uh, all time, Kevin Durant can shoot from anywhere, uh, and uh, you can't block his shots. All, okay, well, I'm taking. I'm calling Kobe Bryant if I can call any NBA player. Kobe took a shot over five defenders, and it went in. I'm saying though, being he looked at Carlos foot, Boozer two feet away from the rim, wide open, and said, "You know what? I don't trust that shot. This is a better shot." <laughs> I'm saying seven foot long. If I was Carlos Boozer, I would have punched him in the mm-hmm. chest. Yeah, I would have quit. <laughs> I would have retired. Carlos Boozer was a late, he was right there. All he had to do was pass it to him. But no, you see Derrick Rose, Lou Aldang, who else was on that dumb Joe Bulls team? Joakim Noah. That dumb Bulls team. Who else was on that team? Those are the only three I remember. Jimmy Butler. Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich. You just see all of them hand up. Derrick Rose's face, hand is touching Kobe's nose. You can see a little bit of Kobe's pupil through the cracks in Derrick Rose's fingers. He goes, you know what? That's a good shot. I like this. 
I'm who cares really, that Carlos Boozer and Pau Gasol are sitting right there, the standing in the paint going, going hey! give me the ball. I don't trust that shot. I'm confused how some of the guys made the NBA. Like who? Joking Noah? I hear Steve Kerr talk about it. He's like, I was just lucky to even get – I just didn't think Steve I was going to get Kerr in the game. Steve Kerr is one of the funniest people Yeah. Watch ever. open court and hear him talk. I love watching moments that Steve Kerr, like, loses his mind. Oh, he's funny. I like it's, Steve Kerr. Steve Kirk Kerr Heinrich. There's how? That, there's, that, there's that thing of the last dance talking about how uh, Steve Kerr and Michael got into, like, a fist fight. Yeah. I understand how. Steve Kerr, he throws some slurs out there. He has no problem. Have, have you seen Steve Kerr lose his mind on the bench uh, like a, against a bad call? Mm-mm. Like there was one last, not this past I mean, this I've seen season. Him get mad, get heated. He got mad at. You said some, slurs, not slurs, but like oh. just cussing out people. I was like, Jesus, he's he, like, hey, you. Ne-. He walks, He walks out onto the court, and you can visibly just read his mouth, and he's like, "You're an effing terrible ref. My like whatever two year old daughter can do better than this. F that you're." B.A. wife could do better than what you're doing. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Leave. Leave. I thought you meant like he says like racial slurs. Like, no. Oh, my God. He called him. What's that one dude? Uh, he's a very known ref. Joey Crawford. Oh, God. He called his wife a bitch. <laughs> Joey, your wife's a bitch. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Steve Kerr has no filter when he gets angry. But, like, Steve Kerr, Kirk Heinrich. Um, Kirk Heinrich was pretty good. Kirk Heinrich could shoot. He can play defense, too. He's a good defender. Okay. He was. I guess. I just don't get how some like certain guys, and they're all white, by the way, how they're in the NBA. Brian Scalabrini. Brian Scalabrini's a monster. No, you know who I don't understand made it to the Michael Kidd Gilchrist with that terrible shot. He was at, I remember when he came out, he was super athletic. He is super athletic. No, that jump shot wasn't. <laughs> you seen that picture of it all sideways, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. His jump shot was not athletic. I remember whenever... Um, I remember he dunked on somebody, and he said, I'm going to change my name to Michael Mann Gilchrist, and like the next night, Richard Jefferson baptized him. <laughs> and he said, no, you're back to kid. That's oh, funny. All right. I want to do something that we've never done. First off, do you want to talk about that? I thought it was interesting. I just said his name, and I thought it was something interesting to talk about. Who? Where's Chris Crocker now? We don't have no, to talk we're about not it. talking about the where's Leave Brittany Leave alone, Brittany. bro. Leave no. Dude, he has an interesting history, though. I don't care. He was a man. Yeah, I know. He was a woman. Now he's a man again. Oh, he went back? Mm-hmm. Okay. He dated Jeffree Star. That's cool. So did Kanye, apparently. No, he didn't. <laughs> um, he's in a bunch of movies. Is he? He was in He was in Meet the Spartans. Okay, it doesn't count. Hold on. He was in some movies. I'm about oh, to look Jesus this Christ. No, we don't have to go into detail about the stuff he was in, but he was in... Me at the zoo. I don't know what that is. And Me, now he's and now he's laying on the couch. He was at Mean. He, he was he was in Mean Boys. Instead of Mean Girls, Mean Boys. Meet the Spartans. Man's World. And he was an adult actress or an adult actor actress. He was both. Yeah, he was both. He shot. Do you think he did a video? Se- do you think he did adult scenes with Brian Silva? Gratata. Oh, Gratata. <laughs> that dude's an idiot. I wonder where that guy's at. He makes TikToks. Oh, so he's still alive. Yeah. I thought he was dead. He probably is. I don't know. What does Chris Crocker do now? YouTube, uh, he closed his YouTube account in 2015, but he's still creating content for Instagram and his OnlyFans account. Oh, my. You should You should subscribe to his OnlyFans account and see what's up. No. Do people actually get those? Who has an OnlyFans account and why? 
Like, because it's, it's not just, from what I've heard, it's not just pornographic material. There was a whole thing about... It's other um, stuff, but... There's a, there's a woman named, I think her name was like Karina Comfort. I don't know. She's something like that. She's like an Instagram model. And for a long time, all of her fans were like, you should make an OnlyFans, you know. And she did. And she got, there's a bunch of backlash because apparently, <laughs> apparently she just posted on her OnlyFans all the like pictures that Instagram took, like took down of her saying like it's nudity, but it was just like very skimpy clothing. She just re-uploaded those photos on her OnlyFans and everyone was like, yo, this is whack. <laughs> Speaking of OnlyFans though, do you remember when Bad Baby made one? No. I do. I've never. I've never even seen the icon for that app. I don't know what it looks like. I don't think it's an app. I don't know actually. I don't know what. It, I assume it it's an app. I've never. I don't know. Danielle Bergoli, the Catch Me Outside girl, when she turned when she turned eighteen. Oh yeah, I heard about that. that's fucked up. She made one. That's gross. And she made a million dollars. Which what does that say about the people that a you waited the day till she was eighteen? You are fucking creeps. A million dollars in like six hours. That's gross. Very impressive. It's gross. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, make your money, but that's good for her. She just, she just, she didn't post anything. She made the OnlyFans account, and people are like, "Oh, all right, cool, sign me up." What does that say though about those people? You know what's crazy? You know how much it costs? I looked it up because I was curious to see like, to huh? Twenty-three bucks a month? Huh? Yeah, twenty-three bucks. 23 bucks a month to see bad babies only fan content. Netflix is $15 to get all those movies. Yeah. You're going to subscribe $20 to maybe see some feet. Yeah, what is basically. wrong with you people? First off, y'all are nasty. Yeah, I don't know. I want to see one person's feet. They're Britney's. Ew, gross. <laughs> she has um, hot feet. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Do you think anybody has hot feet? No. I don't either. No feet one Feet are weird. They're not weird. They're just no, not attractive. No, no, you're correct. They're weird. I have cute feet. Shut up. Look. Stop. Look. Jesus. I have sandals on. Garrett. So easy access. Garrett. See, look, I have cute feet. You're fucking gross. <laughs> they're cute. They're they got little hairs on them, but they're they're cute. Dude, you're gross. No, I don't get. I've never understood that. Like, I get what the original, like, the, the original thought of it was, was we'll make an account or we'll make a thing where people can subscribe to get, like, insider content. videos, content pa- from people that it's they like. basically lied. Patreon. Yeah. But then it turned into just porn. Yep. Why do people ruin apps like that? Because, honestly, if, if that was something, it wasn't 23 effing dollars a month. It was, like, $5 a month. I'd subscribe to certain people. LeBron. Yeah. Like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I want to see what he does every day. I'm trying to think. But I just yelled so loud in the mic. I just sort of want to see. No. No, I'm going to Google what celebrities have OnlyFans, because I bet it's a weird list. Like, that, but I'm not not sure, but I I imagine that was the original thought was give you an insider access like Patreon, but even more insider, where they post what they want to post, and you can post it right then that minute after you take the video (laughs) on your phone. And instead, All it turned right. into whatever the hell it is. And like I said, I've never been on the site. I assume it was an app. I'm not even sure. And I never will because to me, that is repulsive. One, two, three. So in this top 11, oh, one, God. two, three, four, five, six, seven, Smart eight, Wahlberg nine, on 10. There. Top 10, there's one, two, three, four dudes. The rest are feet, women. The number one person on OnlyFans is, is Bad Baby, Daniel Bergoli. Number two. The Disney Channel star, Bella Thorne. She was in that show with Zendaya. 
Redheaded girl. Yeah, she spent. She sends her spit to people. Okay, number three. <laughs> you never heard that? No. Yeah, it's gross. Number three is Cardi B. Cardi. Number four. She's a little hoe, so num- that makes sense. Number four is Black China. Hoe. Number five, we got a we had a guy. Okay. Tiger. Hoe. Number six. Tiger's got, ugly as hell. Who wants to say anything about Tiger? Number six is Nicki Minaj's ex-fiance, Safari. He's a producer. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Number seven. I'll skip it. number seven. I'll go straight to number eight. Because number seven is going to make you last. Number eight is Shayna Mokler. Moklier? I don't know. Uh, number nine is Chad Johnson. <laughs> oh, Joe. And number ten is Daniela Westbrook. I don't know who that is. But Hold on. Real fast. Think about the dude. Real fast. What? If, if, if it's used for what it what it was what I think it's originally used for, Chad Johnson. Cool. Terrell Owens. Those would be two guys that I would want to see the inside of their life, like what they do from a day-to-day basis, stuff like that. Dwayne Johnson. But obviously, it's just to see pictures of Chad Johnson's abs and penis, I yep. assume. Who's number seven that's so funny? We've recently talked about him on the podcast. Hold on. How recently? Very recently. Chris Crocker. <laughs> no. <laughs> Last, probably, I think on the last two episodes. Let me look. Hold on. It's not something that you wrote down. I bet I can remember. When I say his name, oh, Chris Brown has one too. Jake Paul. No. Logan Paul. No. Floyd Mayweather. Think, no, you you mentioned he's a he's a celebrity from our childhood. Aaron Carter. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's stupid. Very. And I assume it's all porn. Probably. Chad Johnson, you're better than that. Does Aaron Carter make music still? I I wouldn't know. I'm just disappointed that there's that much money in that industry. You know what I mean? Eh. You don't have better things to do with your time? You're going to go to work and then donate money. Or not donate, give money to see a couple pictures. You're an idiot. Get a girlfriend. Get a life. Get a family. Like, my God. His last song came out in 2017, called "Sooner or Later." Later. <laughs> All right. I got a. Now where are we at on time here? 38. 38. I got a new segment. I'm about to. We'll do this like once a month or once every two months. We'll just do this whenever I feel fit. When I find a song that I think is interesting, that the meaning. We're not sure what it is. Does that make any sense? I call this Lyrical Learning, Volume 1. So what what I'm going to do here, what what we'll do in every single one of these when we do them, when I find a song, it could be two episodes in a row, it could be 19 episodes in between one, or in between two of them. I hear a song, maybe when I'm a kid, or even now, and then I hear it multiple times later, and I realize that the meaning that I thought it was about is not really what it's about. And so we break down the lyrics here to figure out what is this song actually about. So there is a like band. Like Pumped Up Kicks? Yes. The song Pumped Up Kicks. It sounds awesome. The song's good. It's about a school shooter. It's about a school shooter. I didn't know that for many, many years. Thanks for ruining that. That was actually one of the ones I wanted to do. Really? Yeah. So this one is by the band DNCE, which is... is it, Cake by the Ocean. Yeah. Talking about it, Sex is, on is the it, Beach. Is it, is it Nick Jonas or Joe Jonas? Joe. Joe. All right. When I was a child, Cake by the Ocean. I know what you're talking yeah, about. When yeah, when I was when I was a child, I know things. I thought that it was because in the music video they have a cake fight on the beach and people are eating cake. It's because Joe Jonas and his wife or fiance, the one that's in Game of Thrones, yeah, um, they took a trip 
like a very long extended vacation in some some other country and you know like here they have you know the drink sex on a beach like sex on a beach well it's sort of that phrase it's that phrase but it's a different country's phrase yeah it basically means it's sex on it's it's a different but it's phrase for sex on a beach meaning in that does it yeah so the lyrics are oh no see you walking around like it's a funeral not so serious girl why so why those feet cold we just getting started, don't you tiptoe? Tiptoe. This is where you, if you know, you understand what it's about. Waste time with a masterpiece. Don't waste time with a masterpiece. You should be rolling with me. You should be rolling with me. That's a bar. Uh, that's like when Jay Z. Like that's too. like when Jay Z said, "I'm a business. Uh, I'm not a businessman. I'm, I'm a business, business man." man. Yeah. <laughs> you're a real life fantasy. You're a, you're a real life fantasy. But you're moving so carefully, let's start living dangerously. And then the chorus, talk to me, baby. I'm going blind from this sweet, sweet craving. Whoa, let's lose our minds and go effing crazy. I keep on hoping we'll eat cake by the ocean. Now, I keep on hoping we'll have sex on the beach. N- no. You're a real life fantasy. You're, you're a real life fantasy. Makes sense. You're a fantasy. I'm going blind from this sweet, sweet craving. I'm going to go back to that line. You ever heard of being booty blonde? Blinded yes. by a piece of ass. Yes. I keep on hoping we'll eat cake by the ocean. If you eat somebody's cake, what's that mean? Someone's cakes, right? The cheeks. This is about eating ass on the beach. That's cool. The whole song. The whole song is about eating butt on the beach. Lingus. Walk for me, baby, so I can see your butt. I'll be Diddy. You'll be Naomi. Whoa. Let's move. Lose our minds and go crazy. I'll keep on hoping we'll eat cake by the ocean. See you looking frosting from your own hands. What is frosting, Aaron? Ew. Yeah. Want another taste? I'm begging, yes, ma'am. Oh. I'm tired of all this candy on the dry land, dry land. You know what the dry land is? It's the front part. Oh. Because it's not wet. Okay. Stop. Yeah, exactly, Uh, exactly. Did you know know the song 18 by Ed Sheeran? Yes. Uh, Do you know what that song's about? Turning 18? No. The A-team. 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 Oh, okay. Let me see if I can pull up the, the lyrics to it. I didn't know this until a couple of years ago, actually. Um, hold on, before you do that. Damn it. Does that make sense now, though? More? Yes. Waste time with the masterpiece? Talking about the front. I'm not going to waste time with the front. I want to go to the back. And then the last the last line is, Red velvet, vanilla, chocolate in my life. Fun Fetty, I'm ready. I need it every night. Red velvet, vanilla, chocolate in my life. I keep on hoping we'll eat cake by the ocean. So basically every type of cake. Yeah. Like You, know. you wanna hear something? The eighteen by Ed Sheeran. Beautiful song. Ed Sheeran's amazing. One of the greatest songwriters. Is this your past. is this your episode of lyrical learning? No, I just I think I just know a lot of it. because um, I'm a big music person. White lips, pale face, breathing in the snowflakes. You're a snowflake. Burnt lungs, sour taste, lights gone, days in, struggling to pay rent. Long nights, strange men. And they say she's in the class A team. She's stuck in her daydream. Been this way since 18. But lately, her face seems slowly sinking, wasting, crumbling like pastries. And they scream, the worst things in life come free to us. Is that cheering the best rapper of all time? Do <laughs> you know what the song's about? No. It's about a girl he went to high school with that he sort of was like, well, had a thing for. Yeah. And she never gave him a chance. And then... She became a hardcore. I mean, white lips, pale face, pale face, bringing breathing in the snowflakes. 
Cocaine. Cocaine. Lights gone, days in, struggling to pay rent. Can't live she on her own. A drug yeah. Long nights, strange men. So she's a hoe. Prost- yeah, she's a prostitute to get her, get her fixed. And they say she's in the class A team. They say she's like pristine. Yeah. But she's stuck in her daydream, been this way since, since 18. Since she graduated. But lately, her face seems slowly sinking, wasting, crumbling like pastries. Starting to sink in because of drugs. Yep. It's gross. Because um, we're all, we're just up under the upper hand and go mad for a couple grams. And she don't want to go outside tonight. And in a pipe, she flies to the motherland. Crack. Yep. Or sells love to another man. It's too cold outside for angels to fly. Ooh. She OD'd. Yeah, I got it. And he found her. OD'd. Uh, yeah. Dang. It's a sad song. That's <laughs> tough. That's a really that's dang. a really sad song. I, I, I like your lyrical learning better. Oh my god. Yeah. Mine's about eating ass on the ocean. Yours actually has <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I just know about like Ed Sheeran has a lot of songs like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I like Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's how you not give Ed Sheeran a chance? Is he a dork? Yeah. Dude, he's, is, is he hot? Ed Sheeran's hot. Have you seen his body? He's probably got a good body. His dude, dude's covered in tattoos. Oh uh, yeah, I know that. He's covered. I, I, I thought you meant like the way that he like, like he's, he's, is he soft or is he kind of stacked now? I don't know. Probably stacked to be honest. I think he's still kind of soft, which is An fine. An angel will die covered in white, closed eyes and hoping for a better life. This time she'll fade out tonight, and go straight down the line. Oh my god, that's it's not even sugar coated. No, it's just the way he sings it, and on top of that, his like his his accent sort of hides sort of hides the lyrics. Yeah. So when you listen to him sing, because he can, he's a crazy Great good singer. singer. Yeah, he's got a good voice. When you listen to the song, you're like, oh, what a what a pretty song. When you actually break down the lyrics, you're like, oh my god, it's still Dude, a pretty song, but it's really sad. There's a lot of music like that. Oh yeah, are the Rolling Stones? Are the song "Sympathy for the Devil"? Oh yeah. Yeah. That song's horrible. That song is awful. It's literally about all the evil things that have ever happened in the world and how it's not even people. It's literally Satan possessing them. And how, like, these people glorify Satan, basically. And I mean, it's, it's very, very... It's a good song. It's a great song. It's dark. Like, dark, dark. But no... The first episode of Lyrical Learning, Aaron outdid me on this one. We'll have to ha- we'll we'll have to set that up where we, we each get a song and we break it down, and like you don't know what it was about, like what it's about, or you don't you know most people don't know what it's about. Because I'm I'm gonna be honest, I heard that song like Cake by the Ocean. Yeah. I heard it when I was like 13. Yeah. Music video. They're having a cake fight on the ocean. Yep. H- how is a 13 year old gonna pull out eating butt out of that? Yeah, it's waste true. time with the masterpiece. I don't know what that means. I'm thinking it's a piece of art. No. It's her. It's her hoo ha. <laughs> don't want to eat candy on. It's don't want to eat candy on the dry land. Like it's. I. I don't know. That's sad. That's sad as hell though. Yeah. <laughs> eighteen, but it's supposed to be eighteen because she's like at the school. She's like the main. Like yeah. the, the high school hottie or whatever. Yep. And then she, dude, that that tends to be a thing. Oh, one hundred percent. People. I think it's uh, just. I think when for have, everybody though, when you have popular kids, they the usually people that turn peak out in high, being, people that peak in high school, they usually turn out being drug addicts. Yeah, the people out. people in high school that you know everyone sort of looks at and they're like, oh, they're going to go somewhere in life. No, they peaked in high school. Well, there's an episode. Mm, there's a couple on. people that sort of you know. 
Watch Rick and Morty, for the love of God. I like Rick and Morty. I'm saying Rick and Morty has, on the last episode, I talked about Nothing Matters, you know. Hold on. Rick and Morty, popular kids. Let me find this. Popular people. This is so true. Let me find this. I don't know if there's any language in this, so bear with me here. This is true. That's a three point. So, in school, you know, all the teachers kiss the popular kids' asses and stuff. Yeah. Listen to this. This is just off Rick and Morty. Where the f*** is the lead wire? You always put it in the weirdest place. Over here, maybe? Jesus Christ, what a shitty neutrino bomb. It's a miracle I ever actually destroy anything. Oh, I don't know. You managed to destroy just about everything today. The villains, the heroes, the lines between them, my childhood. Thank you. I appreciate it, Morty. I know you were sucking the Kool-Aid out of the Vindicator's t- so the fact that I was right about them must be pretty hard to admit. Yeah, it is. You know why, Rick? Because when you're an asshole, it doesn't matter how right you are. Nobody wants to give you the satisfaction. I know. Everyone wants people they like to be right. That's why popular people are f***ing dumb. And why your pretentious, poorly written, high-budget friends back there can eat a double-decker shit sandwich. Jesus Christ. But the point is, you know, like what he just said, people want the people they like to be right. That's why popular people are so dumb. Oh, that's okay. a yeah. That that that's that's what I was. That not the language, not the extracurricular stuff. I like Rick and Morty because it does stuff like that, where it's. I mean, it's it's a cartoon. It's silly. It's goofy. It's got a lot of in depth stuff like that where life lessons. And I would lay on my bed or lay on the couch and watch that show, and I get that stuff of like the one I played in the last episode. Nothing matters. Like you're gonna live. You're gonna die. Chill out. Relax. Enjoy yourself. It's okay. Nothing's not, not that bad. And on that, <laughs> popular people, people that are famous, not to say famous, but that's uh, like we were talking about high school. High school, the popular people are dumb because no no one wants to hear stuff from, like, no one's going to tell somebody they don't like that they're right. Yeah. Somebody that they do like, yeah, you're right. And they're wrong almost all the time, but you tell them they're right, so they're idiots, and then they go into life being idiots, mm-hmm. and then they OD. <laughs> And they make bad choices because they've always been told they're right because they were popular in school, because they were a good athlete, or because they were good in theater, or they could play an instrument, or something like that because they were cool, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? Did you know uh, you know song Frank o- Frank Ocean's song White Ferrari off of mm-hmm. off of his album Blonde? I haven't heard it. It's a uh, when people think about it, when people listen to it, it's because Frank has always had like this weird fascination with cars, like old school, mm-hmm. like cars, and um, so people thought you know White Ferrari. Like an old nineteen, you know, seventy seven Ferrari, like something, something classic and like very old school. It really is about his, you know, desire and his wishing that he was a straight, like a straight male, because you know, a cliche of being a a, a guy, a, a dude's dude is, oh, I'm really into cars and all that stuff. Yeah, and which I don't get. Me neither. But it's, like it's sort of a, it's a it's a cliche to be of of being a straight guy is like oh he's into car you know yeah what a dude he's into cars that song's actually about him being, being gay and being wishing. gay and being bullied about you know how can you be gay and be into cars that's what the song's actually about <laughs> that's stupid it is how can also you very be gay and also be very cars? sad though <laughs> that is sad my favorite Frank Ocean song is probably. Either Nikes or Super Rich Kids. Nikes is really I like, good. I like Super Mine's Rich Kids. Pink Matter with Andre 3000. I don't even think I've heard that. That song is fantastic. Andre 3000, great rapper. Isn't he? He's in Eight Mile. Is he? Mm-mm, Andre 3000? Mm, mm, no. What's uh? Who's in? Who's in? Uh, no. Who's in Eight Mile. 
Mackay Pfeiffer. You sure? Yes. Hold on. Talking about the dude that the with, the dreads, with the dreads. Is that Mackay Pfeiffer? Yeah, it's Mackay Pfeiffer. Oh, I don't know why I said Andre. I know it's not Andre. He's also in Dawn of the Dead. His wife gets pregnant and she gets bitten, and his ba- that baby turns into a zombie. We were talking about um, at work yesterday. They were talking about horror movies, and somebody said Dawn of the Dead. And I said, "You know, the movie's great." Also, did you know you know the the TV show Modern Family? Mm-hmm. You know the dad Phil Dunphy. <laughs> yeah. He's in Dawn of the Dead, and he's the, the complete funny. opposite of what Phil Dunphy is. And dude's funny. In Dawn of the Dead, he's like a he's a f boy he's just trying to like f all the the girls that are there thinking the world's gonna end he tries to steal the boat <laughs> like he's the complete opposite of what he is in the modern tv family. show modern family is hilarious no they're talking about dawn of the dead and i was like you know what he's great sean of the sean dead that is funny all those movies by them those two guys are awesome do, that the redheaded dude the yeah. smaller one yeah he's a crazy athlete is that he? dude's athletic is he do you know the part in Dawn and Shaun of the Dead where he runs and he jumps over the fence? Is that real? That's all real. Oh, that's on Hot Fuzz. Yeah, he does it in Hot Fuzz too. He does it in Shaun of the Dead too. That's all real. Dang. Like that dude's an athlete. <laughs> oh, I, but I've, I've, he's, look, he's great. We talked about this at work. I've never seen a movie that is he's the main role. I haven't seen the Mission Impossible with him in it. He's in it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I haven't seen him, but. Every movie that I've seen that he's like the lead role, I like. They're no, he, all they're, they're all kind of goofy and lighthearted. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, At World's End. Yo, Hot um, Fuzz is hilarious. There's a couple more. They're great. <laughs> the <cult. laughs> they're all good. Like they're all entertaining. They're all just like guilty pleasure. Like not even guilty pleasure. They're just good. I like I like I Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is one of one of my favorite zombie movies of all time. That's funny. <laughs> I, I started to watch Army of the Dead again. I'd seen a little bit of it. I'd just seen a little bit. I, For some reason, somebody started watching it on, I don't know what account it Dude, was even Army on. Army of the Dead is crazy. I just saw the beginning, and I was like, oh, God. Because I'd seen a little bit of the middle. Like, it's weird. I don't know it's why Zach, I watched the movie Zach this Snyder. way. You gotta, it's Zack Snyder. It's going to be intense. I thought the beginning was, well, we'll talk about it off the Wait. I don't want to talk about it right now. What do you mean? You thought it was what? Nothing. No, we'll talk Say about it. Say it. No. Why? Because I just, I don't want to, as... Say it. We're on a podcast. After, after the zombie... Well, after the beginning, and it goes into the guys in the casinos and stuff. Oh, yeah, the naked zombies? That's a little too much. But it's realistic. I know it's realistic, but I just... I was like, okay, come on now. <laughs> I don't need this. That's just how I am. Remember, we talked about Dave. Yeah, I don't. I don't want you realistic. forced... I know, but that's, I don't want you that, forcing that, nudity into my face. The whole Dave thing, yeah, it's real. It's sort of realistic, but it's also forced upon you. I don't like that. The zombie thing... That's how that would actually happen. Potentially, yeah. So, I'm okay with it. Yeah, but I, you know what I'm saying. Yes. I'm. I don't you got to get to that's the tiger. That's my morals. That's my morals, though. You got to get to the tiger. That's my morals, though. Is I don't like you know things like that being forced into my face. If I want to go out and find that stuff, I will. Talking about the nude zombies yeah. chasing Elvis. <laughs> yeah, chasing the Elvis. Yeah, I don't need to see that. Like it's it's all good. Really, that's in the the credits. It it's is in, like the, the opening. Yeah, I know. Dude, I'm aware. <laughs> It's a good movie. I've seen the middle of it. It's Jesus good. Christ. It's good from what I've seen. I'm going to finish it. Um, probably funny. tonight. It's, it's good. The movie's funny. Yeah, it's good. Dave Batista. The zombies in that movie are wild. Some are slow. Some are fast. The you got one's an alpha's, gross. You got an alpha? That dude's jacked. The one in the beginning. That's mm. Which one? When he gets out of the, the payload. Mm. They're talking about how, what do you think we're carrying in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He jumps out of the back why, of the thing. Why would, you be, <laughs> why would you be carrying that? Where are you? Get, kill it. Get rid of it. 
Yeah. I don't understand that. I never, I'm never going to get like, dude, the alpha zombie in that movie. Holy crap. When you watch, like he's the Jason Statham of zombies. (laughs) (laughs) In the in Okay. Here's where we at. 57, 50. Yeah. 56. Okay. I want to ask you this and then we'll wrap this up. Since we're talking about that, about why would you do that? One of the movies that I like to discuss more than any movie ever is Shutter Island with Leonardo DiCaprio and, movie. And, and Mark Ruffalo. The movie leaves an open ending and an, an open. It's a cold. You know, it's a cold ending. Yeah, because you know you know what happens. You don't. They do. They don't. It's it's set up to where you know what 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 happens, but you it doesn't show it. But you can make the decision. That's it's like Joker. Yeah. I mean, exactly. You can make the decision of how that movie ends, and if they never give you a sequel, which they never will with Shutter Island, that's it. That movie's great, so, by the way. If you haven't seen Shutter Island, I'm sorry, the movie's like 14 years old or something it like is. that. It's it your is. fault. But at the end, um, Mark Ruffalo is supposed to be like Leonardo DiCaprio's partner. Yeah. And they do this whole charade because it, Leonardo well, DiCaprio's wife killed his kids, and he, and he went her. crazy. He Basically, killed her. Yeah, he killed her, and so they put him, they locked him away. And they lobotomize him. Yeah. Which no, they don't lobotomize him. They, they don't do lobotomize him. Yeah, no, they, they don't. At, that's what he's because he, the ending scene is him walking with the guards, but he sits on the stairs with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, and Mark Ruffalo shakes his head no, like when they're asking. It didn't. He, they they think it didn't work, but then Leonardo DiCaprio, the character he is in the movie, yeah. he says something that he normally wouldn't remember to Mark Ruffalo whenever he gets up and walks away. Yeah. And it's so, like it's the it's basically it's a different version of this quote, but it's basically the quote of you either you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become yeah. a villain. That's basically it's a play on that quote. But he says something to Mark Ruffalo after Mark Ruffalo looks up at the guards and stuff and says sure it, it, it no, didn't work. work yeah. And he says it, and then Mark, you can see it in Mark Ruffalo's face. He's like, oh, he knows what he's he knows he knows what he is, and it did work. But he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be that. So well, what I'm saying, though, is that there is an open ending because there are people that think that, because I've read it on the forums and stuff, there are people that think that he was going there to investigate it, and that's what they do is they just pull, they'll get random people. Yeah. And Mark Ruffalo, his partner, was in on it the whole yeah. time. But then there's also the thing of he murdered his wife, and Mark Ruffalo, they're putting him in a scenario to make him the hero to help him realize. Yeah. So what do you think the actual plot like the actual story of that movie is do you think he was actually crazy the entire time or do you think that he was brought there to do a case and Mark Ruffalo had worked out something with the warden or whatever you call him there I don't think he I mean I wouldn't consider him crazy I mean he came home and his wife yeah, had but, drowned his three yeah. children so you think that's what really happened in the movie I'm a killer too <laughs> yeah I'm, I'd, I'm I'd, a killer too I come home and Brittany's done something to my kids I'll beat that ass I'm, no no there's no beating no, I'm I, killing her yeah most likely so I wouldn't consider him crazy, but like the movie takes place in the late seventies, early you know around that time period. Yeah, when, when psychiatric hospitals were you know like that all the rage and popular. So, but they're also like that where they're like secluded and everybody's yeah, exactly. psychopath. So, and that was the assumption: is that oh he lost his mind, he went crazy. No, he had a rational. He made a rational decision. He killed his wife because. His wife isn't his blood. That's not like his that, kids are. His that that those are a part of him. That's him. Those are little hymns. I'm a kill. I'm a killer too. I'm sorry, I'm gonna do it. So he's not crazy, but in that time period and in, in their eyes, that's something a crazy person would do. We need to make a list. 
So yeah, so I won't say he's crazy, but I think the situation, like that situation, drove him to the point of like, and he's always, you know, in the movie he was the good. He's always been the the good guy. He's the he's the guy that is level headed. He's the cop that's level headed all the time, and I think that just pushed him over the edge to someone who he didn't want to be. So in his head he created this good guy this different the way person. that he is and then when he find you know the whole movie he finds out you know at the very end he finds out this is what actually happened yeah and but this time apparently they, they've done the experiment multiple times before but this time it actually worked and he realized oh i don't i don't want to be i don't want to live with myself knowing that's that's what i did yeah i so can't he, live with so myself he goes like to that. get correctly lobotomized. so he, go, he yeah he goes to get his lobotomy yeah we need to make a list of our top 50 movies and reveal them. Because obviously, like, it's, it's, it is a, um, it's subjective. Yeah. Or wait. Yeah. It's subjective. So your list and my list would be different. I, I, I can tell you right now, I would have Rush Hour on my top 50 movies of all time. Rush Hour is good. I you like wouldn't Rush have Hour. it on yours. No. Yeah. I would have Shutter Island in the top 10. Shutter Island is great. I would have it in the top 10. Shutter Island is fantastic. So we should do that. Like, I probably wouldn't have. I'd probably wouldn't have Joker in the top twenty-five. You Joker, probably would. Joker's top ten. You say you probably would. I would have it somewhere else, or not even on the list at all. Joker's top ten. Like there are there are older movies. Um, there's a Dean Martin Dean Martin Jerry Lewis movie. I can't remember what it's called at the moment. Um, I'd have it on there on mine because it's. I mean, it, like I said, it's completely subjective. Um, I'm sure you'd have the movie Grown Ups too in your top five. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I might have the ridiculous six in there. That movie's hilarious. I don't know how he's asleep. I don't know how he's sleeping like that. I don't know how he's asleep. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know. All right. You can find me on Snapchat, KyleRoom21. Um, go to patreon.com slash NYMP. Uh, yeah. Dude, I want to do the AOC and the and the uh, KSO so bad. I just gotta. We we almost need to buy another recorder. If we buy another recorder, I'd be able to do them. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna drive over here and then sit here and wait on people. Not you, but sit here and wait on like you know try to get scheduling with Jacob, which is I understand you got your own thing, Jacob. That's cool. I get it. It's no you know no hard feelings from my side at all. Yeah. You know he has a job. He's married. I get it. I have a job. I have kids. So him and me getting our schedules lined up just did not work very well. But, and then the sports podcast thing, like, if I had a recorder at home, I'd go home and just do it. Like, when everybody's asleep, just sit down, do a 30-minute episode. I'd probably pump out three or four a week. But hopefully we can get that figured out and get those back because I enjoy doing those. I really love the sports podcast. I miss doing that one more than anything. Yeah. I loved it. I could roast Garrett all day on my sports podcast about how he can't guard me. It's very strange that he's cuddling that pillow over there. Yeah, that's all I cuddle his mother. All right, Aaron. Where can no. People find you? Where can people find you? Um, Aaron Cross fifteen on Snapchat. iPhone Aaron Instagram. That's it. You got anything? No. Get yourself a, a uh, hard hitting Gittins jersey. Number ninety two. <laughs>